Yo, you know what time it is. Crimes, cannabis, cocktails. Jane and Sado back at you with another podcast. About to get lifted, about to get tipsy, about to drop some knowledge. You know what's up? Yo. Who be doing the crimes? Who be dropping them dimes? Who be doing the time? You know it's fine. Every week, S&J on the hunt. And when we talk about this shit, you need some 40s and blunts. So take a puff, take a sip, take a chug, take a rip. Before we gotta flip and roll your ass in a rug, it's Triple C. Best podcast inside of the deep. On an audio spree, killing the first degree. Ayo, peace. Hey, everybody. Back at it again. <laughs> so, in the lieu of spooky season, we decided to do a bunch of spooky stories. Crime, cannabis, and cocktail short stories. Or long stories, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cover Candyman because I thought that it was a standalone urban legend, which is. Not true. Well, let's talk about the drinks. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Okay. I just wanted to preface. I wanted to drink them. All right, so <laughs> I made a graveyard. That's what it's called, but it is shipyard pumpkin head with a shot of vanilla vodka with a agave cinnamon nutmeg sugar rim. It's tastes like um pie. <laughs> God, that rim is so tasty. Delect. Agave is good because it's like sweet, but it's not like yucky. Like not like maple syrup yucky, but like that would have been a triumph, you know? Yeah. And I'm smoking Glow 99. That was in the bottom of the bomb. Okay. Some of my favorite stuff. Okay, so I just want to say first, I did watch both the movies recently. I've obviously in the 1992 one. Yeah. It's, it's like a cult classic, right. but also fucking, the concept is really good. Um, and just like, just to, also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the new movie or have not seen this movie, I'm going to ruin it for you, so maybe <laughs> don't listen until you watch it. But, so basically the 1992 version of the movie is this woman named Helen who is married to a professor, and she's a grad student, I believe. And she is writing her thesis on urban legends. And this is in Chicago. This is where the movie's based as well. And Candyman was a concept that came out because I think it was her colleague or like a classmate who like had family that grew up in this apartment building that's called, um, anyway, it's, it, it was under this, it's called the ABLA, which is Real Home Housing in Chicago. It is um low income housing and it's public housing and that they built like i think five or six of these apartment complexes and one of them is real and it was demolished in 2011 that's where the movies are based um and basically she goes in she you know she finds she talks to a few people that live in the building and they have this basically a woman had died years prior and there's this whole urban legend that it's the Candyman, and it's this guy who wears his patchwork coat. It's a big thing. He has a hook for a hand. Yeah. Um, and I thought that the whole urban legend of him, like, basically the backstory of how he got created is the guy that made this first movie 
It's based on a short story called The Forbidden by Clive Barker. Um, and that sets in Liverpool. And it's a it's same concept. There's a girl in college, she's there's following this trace of graffiti and you know and I'm getting too much of, into it, but it's basically like the same thing where yep. she, you know, figures out that it's real and it's not fake. But basically Candyman is mixed out of three different urban legends. So Bloody Mary is one of them. So that's the concept of Looking saying Candyman five times in the mirror, but Bloody Mary is only three times, right. I believe. Yeah. Um Another, like, story within it, too, is, like, remember when you were little and you went out for Halloween and your parents checked all your candy? Yeah. Which now I also just think they picked out the stuff they wanted. Yeah, right, I exactly. said that they were like, which I'm totally going to do that. Smart. But that the whole concept, I'm sure you heard this story from, and no one could ever tell you where it was from, but somebody was putting razor blades in the Halloween candy. Yeah, yeah. And, and that is also, yeah, that's an urban legend. Um, but it's urban legends are alive because pe word of mouth people repeat them and I mean to some extent it's a little realistic too and that you have this idea that you can you're able to sit in front of a mirror say something five times and have something appear that like you can physically do that and depending I mean obviously I mean well by, by staring in, at, at low light in a mirror and just staring at a mirror for a long period of time you can start to hallucinate. You, that is actually a true thing in real sure. life. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm and i like, think about people that do drugs and look at their faces. Yeah, and like, yeah. Oh, and the shit that they see. All right, so the background story about the Candyman, at least, in, in the movies, is uh, the legend behind it is, is there, this guy is the free son of an enslaved black man who is murdered. So the son is... Who Candyman, the right. original form of Candyman was, was murdered by a mob of white people because he, I think he, the story is he impregnated a, like a wealthy, rich white man's daughter and had, they had a relationship together. And then it's then lit loosely based on the forbidden, which I think has a little bit to do with that too. But I don't know, it's, it's super, it, once I got into it, it was really interesting. So Another thing that is also from another story is The Hook. Um, it's also another short story uh, from a classic urban legend, which I don't know where this created, but basically it was a guy from a psych ward that escaped and had a hook for a hand right, I think that I've heard killed that teenager, co teenage couples. So they, they kind of all inter intermingled. And it's interesting because the movie, a big part of it is bees. Yeah. Like come And let me mind you, in the original movie, those bees were real. They had 200,000 bees on set. And that guy, Tony, um, his name is Tony Todd. He was the original actor and he was Candyman. He put those in his mouth. Wow. And Did he, he get stung? 23 times and he negotiated <laughs> in his contract that he get paid a thousand bucks every time he got stung. Oh shit, really? Yeah, yeah, which was kind of smart, right? Um. Anyway, so basically the new movie is set that, again, spoiler alert, at the end of the original movie, basically Helen goes nuts and she blackouts in these moments. So she's like going to these people's houses and, you know, no one's believing her. So she did the whole Candyman thing, said it five times, and he basically kind of like possessed her. Okay. So then as time went on, it looked like she was doing these murders. And the whole climax at the end of the, of the movie is that she then has a hook for a hand and 
find, and she has these interactions with the Candyman, that she sees him, and basically what happens was she's at these apartment complex, she's visiting with a woman that has a Rottweiler, which is part of the story too, because this leads into the new movie, because it's a sequel. Mm -hmm. Um, the late, she like cuts the Rottweiler's head off, she then like attacks the woman, and the woman had a baby that got kidnapped. But Helen's in the apartment when the police come. Candyman took the baby and hid it in a huge pile of trash. I don't really get that part. Um, but essentially, she makes a human sacrifice so she can get the baby back. And the baby is the lead in the new movie. It's the adult man that oh, was the baby. Shit. But he has no idea. Oh, shit. Okay. So, they it's funny because they tell the story. She's dating this woman, and they her brother comes over, and they tell the story about how Helen, they she comes back with the baby, a mob attacks her, and um, also I believe the mother gave herself as sacrifice instead of the baby, yeah. his actual mother. Right, right. Um, anyway, so... Another factor, too, that the director of the first film doesn't really mention is, so in this, it's called the Grace Abbott Apartments, which is part of that um, low-income housing that's in Chicago, and basically when they built it, they made these small service hallways. So people could go in, electricians and all that, plumbers, could go into these service hallways and service the apartments without actually entering them. But when they did that, it made it easier for people from the outside to access the inside of right. the apartments. So there was this woman named Ruth May McCoy. She's like 50, 50, between 50 and 55 years old. And people thought she was making shit up that, and huge crime issues. Like people were getting robbed and, you know, people would barricade their bathroom doors because they were saying people coming in through the medicine cabinets. Yeah. And this yeah, woman. This is what I read about. Yeah. So this woman. Basically, for weeks and weeks and weeks, is saying somebody's watching her, but like nothing was stolen, I don't believe, out of her home. And then she got murdered. Somebody came in through the medicine cabinet. So that's why, like, I mean, a big part of it, because in the first movie, he comes in through, through the, the, mirror. the mirror of right. that bathroom. Right. And they're supposed to be in a like, low income housing. But it's gentrified at the time right. in oh, that movie. Gotcha. And then in the new movie, it's set that they demolished it and built on top of it. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, it's just interesting. It's a very, I mean, the, all the articles that I read, which is like BuzzFeed and yeah. some of it was from, what's the Reddit that, you know, the concept of it is, it's really interesting because obviously it brings race into it, right? And it's like this little income kind of situation and like it sets this whole in the first movie it kind of sets this whole thing how people are afraid to call the police yeah. because of the urban legend they think that the candy man's gonna come and kill them but like i mean that makes sense anyway yeah and i guess too even in that case with that woman like they were everyone was like oh the candy man did it not really but it was in a situation where she had made several police reports and they kind of just ignored her. Yeah. Which yeah. is shitty. It's crazy, too, that, like, how, how it's, like, a bunch of different urban legends melded into one. Right, and then, like, and also, like, Bloody Mary, which, interesting, urban legend, is a lot of the backstory about that was that, depending on where you live, that the story changes a little bit depending on the culture there. Yeah. So, like, it says, you know, some of them say that she was a 
a woman, a beautiful woman that got her face beaten and was bleeding all of out of her face and she's back for revenge. There's another one where it says that her baby got stolen yeah, and yeah. murdered. The baby got murdered and she's coming back for revenge. And like, There's a few movies about Bloody Mary, but they just didn't get as much notoriety. Notoriety. Oh, notoriety. Probably for good reason, though. Can I say? Can you say that word? Notoriety. No, no, I said it wrong. (laughs) Notoriety. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, super good. I really got into it. I mean, it's it's interesting because there's a lot of true things that have like because you know horror movies. It's like child's play. I mean, and I don't know. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure like Halloween's kind of based on something a little real. Maybe, sure. but like you think about like Freddy, like the, those movies, and it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. yeah, and it's like that's just like a concept of you dreaming. It's yeah. not he's not like a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of cool to see. Obviously, like this guy's a mythical creature, demon thing, but he's a per. He's just like a person, and I guess too, like in the second movie, it was a real guy who had a hook for a hand that lived, and he was just homeless. And basically, he was giving. They said that they said that somebody living in the building had gotten a piece of candy with a razor blade in it, and they said it was from this guy. So they were out looking for him. And in the movie, there's a little boy that he's an adult, and he tells the main character of Candyman the story behind it. Um, he went down to do his laundry, and he came out from a hole in the wall, offered him some candy. The kids screamed because all the kids were like noted like stay away from strangers in this area and there was cops outside the apartment complex and a bunch of white officers came in and beat the guy to death oh jesus yeah and it turns out he was innocent and that never happened like he never no one there was no razor blade candy that he gave out oh shit yeah that's another like urban legend in the movie right 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 but and it's cool because the movie depicts these the guy that is the original Candyman, he's like he's definitely like in the seventies ish. Yeah. Um, is an artist, and so isn't the kid in the sequel. And he gets like super obsessed with painting his face as his depiction of what the Candyman looks like. But it's crazy because the concept of bees. I was trying to be like, what is this connection? Right. Right. What is this? How? how? But I guess it was just like an added factor that it wasn't really like because I read this article how X-Files and Candyman, like, brought bees into it, and how they just said that Candyman was just, like, an additional layer to it, but there was no, like, real reason why there were But in the second one, he, like, his skin starts to, like, he starts to morph into, like, a honeycomb. Oh, shit. Like, you know the whole things? Yeah. Like, his skin starts to, like, half of his body starts to turn into like, a lot of times... Marvel will be too, won't it? I don't know, maybe, but it was because at the end of the movie in the original, he he disappears and his clothes shoot off and it's his body is just a bunch of bees that then swarm off. So I was curious to why there wasn't a lot of information about that, but definitely interesting. I am. Yeah, I wonder why the bees are such a big part in that, but they don't have any fucking real reason for it. Like, what urban legend is behind bees, too? Like, And I was also like, bees are, like, kind of, we need them. Yeah. I mean, obviously, in the new movie, they're all CGI'd in or whatever. Yeah. But anytime he's, like, gonna come kill somebody, like, a bee comes yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I noticed that shit, like, 
I uh, honestly, so I haven't seen the first one. Or no, 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 I've seen the first one. Sorry, I haven't seen the second one. So you spoiled it for me, but I didn't want to. Like, I did tell you that. Yeah, no, I, I know. I said trigger warning. I know, but what was I supposed to do? Not listen? I'm part of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'm super excited to keep covering these because I think that I'm gonna watch it tonight and then I'm gonna be able have to have commentary on it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a. It was cool. I just, I thought it, like, I don't think I'm going to, like, watch Child's Play and be like, <laughs> what is this real? What's real out of this? And I'm sure, like, a lot of these, like, you know, movies and stuff are based on something, but, like, you know, you it's just, yeah, like, no, paranormal most, activity is probably just... You have to read something or, like, it coming up with it in your imagination all on its own. On its own. I, I feel like one of the best ones that I've seen, like, for horror movies or something like that is, like, Cabin in the Woods. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. I fucking, I fucking love that. Like, that was original, but it was still, like, that, like, took... It wasn't, it wasn't really scary. No. It was, it was like, a hilarious. cult classic yeah. type thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, well, like, Devil's Rejects, because I, Rob Zombie, love him. That's based on the Toy Box Killer. Right. Which I recently listened to a podcast, and I was like, holy yeah. fuck. And that movie's fucked up. It's really And scary. that guy is fucked up. I know, yeah. But I did I didn't know it was based on that. When I was kind of, like, doing all this research, there was, like, an article about how horror movies... Obviously, they adjust with the times. Yeah. But it's more about, like, what's more important in the moment. And that's why I think that this one is such, like, a... People will still keep re-watching it because it's, you know, with the whole... All the issues that we have as as a country, too that it's bringing to light that these issues even back then from somebody being enslaved to being a black man in the 80s and yeah. all this is bringing to light of how it's still a common issue in, in our society yeah so yeah. it's it's it was really cool to see that but it that's basically when reading that it was like oh movies in the 80s were like camp classics where like all these teenagers were going and getting murdered at yeah. camps and like yeah, yeah. in the 90s and early 2000s it was like the Blair Witch Projects and like stuff that was being filmed by the people right right and like now it's like stuff based on mental health stuff like Midsommar and stuff yeah. like that which is it was so good, okay. so beautiful, yeah. and honestly, I wouldn't even call it scary. It was more like of a I thriller, feel sick like, inside. Yeah, yeah. But very much so that it's like taking drugs and being mental health kind of stuff. So that was a cool article to read, just be like how it's kind of stuck. Uh, like you know, I I mean, obviously Halloween is a classic too. I just keep going back to that because I love that. Movie yeah, so but much. It, it definitely does like it sticks with the theme of whatever the years are happening whatever you know and what people like what are actually doing yeah yeah yeah. all right thanks guys cheers we'll be trying to get more of these out since it'll be fun and it's spooky season spooky satan jane